We started this podcast because there's one very important question that we want to answer. Is Adam Sandler a good actor? We figured there's really only one way for us to find out. Watch every single Adam Sandler movie ever made, rank them best to worst, and then make a totally subjective decision based on little to no measurable criteria. On each episode, we're going to cover one movie from the Sandman's catalog, going in chronological order until we've watched every single one. I have a microphone, and you don't. So you Shabadoo, and welcome back to Sandman into the Sandlerverse. I'm one of your hosts, Ruben Escobedo. I'm the other host, Andrew Tucker. Can I say that every time I do that intro, I'm afraid that I'm going to fuck it up? You haven't yet. I'm so afraid. I'm always like, Shabadoo, Sandman into the Sandlerverse. Well, luckily for you, it's literally the first thing that we say, so if we had to start over, it wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah, the the joke is that this is the eighth time we've had to record the intro, <laughs> and I've just gone, good thing I've never screwed it up, huh, dude? And you're like, please let me go home. <laughs> I am home. I was saying, this is our. We are at your house this yeah, time. We're not at my weird. house. I feel uncomfortable. It's because my house. Because it's my house. <laughs> my house almost burned down. That's so. true. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Uh, home Depot, rest uh, in peace. Yeah, Home Depot exploded by my house. Can I say which one so people can figure out where you live? <laughs> no, but can I? And I, I, I do this a lot, and I apologize. But in the Discord for my other podcast, someone said. Because I was like, hey, just so everybody knows, like, I'm in, you know, we're insane. I was like, we're safe. I'm good. But it was close to my house, but I'm okay, blah, blah. And someone just said, uh, based on the TikToks I've seen Ruben make in his backyard and knowing where that Home Depot is, I figured out his address. I'll sell it to the highest bidder. It starts at $100,000. So have you had any visitors yet? <laughs> yeah. Tons of people who are, like, who are like, hey, oh, my God, you're that guy who uh, exists. Where's your mom? <laughs> like, is your mom here? And it's like, no. What about George Lucas? <laughs> is, he, is he really under the table? No. <laughs> Get out of here. One guy who listens to my other podcast. Hey, that's enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, This is worth It's the oof. We thought that the, 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 the head-to-head week was like the big week. I didn't think that. Did you think? I just thought well, no, it was just a we, title. Because we called it, yeah. It yeah. was like, because that was, the, I think this is like. Mixed Nuts was a three-hour episode, which I do think was a very good episode. It's really long, though. It's a really long episode. But that was like going and seeing the previews and just being like, get into the damn movie! That, <laughs> like, that was like making you watch an entire movie during the previews. Yeah. It was, did you ever see Coco in theaters? Yeah. You remember that Olaf short that they showed that was yeah. like 20 minutes? That was the Mixed Nuts episode to this. This is what people want. You're right. People want the Billy Madison Happy Gilmore. And that's what we're doing today is Billy Madison. Billy Madison. And next week is Happy Gilmore. But we're also recording it today. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone that when we say welcome back, it's just us. However many hours this one takes later. Yeah, but we leave the room and come back in, so it's not completely <laughs> we put different. We put different clothes on. Yeah, we, we change. We like trade clothes. <laughs> we swap. Actually. I'm yeah. Andrew. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ruben. I want to be Andrew this time. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> Why am I Jeff Goldblum? Oh, 
Oh, the podcast needs to change his clothes. He's before he was the shark was olive green, now white. Ooh, wow. Oh, the Sandman. Oh, yes. So mm-hmm. this is going to be Mr. a four-hour episode. <laughs> oh, Mr. Sandman. <laughs> Can you imagine the two of them together? Have we already done that? On I think we've done that. Like, <laughs> I think we've done that like four times. Oh, perfect. That's half. <laughs> I okay. We're talking about Billy Madison. My favorite. It's not your to, favorite. Not to spoil my rankings, but. It's your favorite. Throughout my life, this has historically been my favorite Adam Sandler film. I Unt- used to have it memorized. The whole thing? Yeah. You know what's funny is I, I kind of the same thing with Happy Gilmore. Yeah. I used to be able to just press play and just open my mouth and go. <laughs> I uh, So this movie, again, it's a, and this is a me episode, so you know what that means. All in major information, whoo, out that window. We're just going to roll with it, boys. Yeah, we're just going to see what happens. <laughs> maybe he doesn't graduate this time. <laughs> maybe maybe I talk about the ending for 45 minutes in the first five minutes of the episode, and then we just don't talk about anything else. Well, okay. <laughs> that's just Whatever kind of, you want. That's just kind of how I do it. No. I, I will re- reiterate, this is my favorite, so if you fuck <laughs> it up, I will hurt you. It's well. Here's the thing. This is like I feel like these are almost daunting. Like this episode is daunting because it's like to do a comedy podcast about like quite possibly one of the most like prestigious comedy movies of the '90s. Yeah, I think this is like just in general, not Adam Sandler, but in general, top five '90s comedies. Yeah, this I think both of them are up there. I agree. I would say it's these two, Dumb and Dumber. Tommy Boy. Okay. And I don't know what else I would put up there. Sure. But I, I mean, agree with the last pick in particular. Tommy Boy? The one you didn't know about. That was my <laughs> I favorite. Fucking one. hate you. <laughs> well, okay, what would you say goes up there? I don't know. I don't I don't have an answer for you. A goofy movie? No. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, good. <laughs> A goofy movie. <laughs> It's this Mount Rushmore, two Adam Sandlers, a Jim Carrey, with Chris Farley, and Goofy. Goofy movie, yeah. <laughs> Goofy movie. No, I'd I'd probably do like a liar, liar or something. You think you think Carrie up there twice? Yeah, why not? I mean, that's oh Ace Ventura. I'm a dipshit. Oh, yeah, we're both dipshits. <laughs> yeah, Ace Ventura and wait, okay, hold on, actually. Should we Get just dumb- do a Jim Carrey podcast? Because <laughs> we talked about that last week, too. That'll be next. Okay. After the Goldblum, after the, what did we say, Vin Diesel? Was he one of them? Nope. <laughs> You're going to have to do that with somebody else. No, that'd be kind of fun, though. You, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we get to start with uh, Iron Giant. Vin Diesel looks like if a young Bruce Willis got stung by a bee and then never took Benadryl. <laughs> And then choked on gravel. Yeah. I was like, is this medicine? <laughs> Why is it still inflamed? Family. <laughs> when he says that, he just goes back to normal. It's like a magic word. Superman. You know, from Iron Giant. I was thinking Andre the Giant based on the voice. Oh, I, phew, Andre the Giant uh, voicing the Iron Giant would have ruled, actually. Yeah. That actually would have been a great... I would have been down. Yeah, I mean, I think he was long dead, but... Well, when I was a child, I didn't know who the fuck anybody was. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy. Speaking of not knowing who anybody was, I when I was a kid, I thought the principal in this movie was Wayne Knight. Yeah, I still think it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, he got stung by the same bee as Bruce Willis. <laughs> 
Okay, so if you've never, oh gosh, if you've never seen Billy Madison, here's the plot of Billy Madison. Yes. Man child is going to take over his father's company, and Bradley Whitford is like a wiener. Who he's so good at being like a, Dude, a, a little a little wiener. A weasel. He's a weasel. They call him a weasel in this movie <laughs> multiple times. Perfect. And so this little weasel wants to take the company instead of Adam Sandler. And, and okay, that seems to be like the plot of most of these '90s movies, especially from like this crew. Is like somebody wants to take something from Adam Sandler or Farley, and he doesn't want him to do it. Yeah. It's like all of them are just like, this schlubby idiot has something that someone else wants. And despite any calculable probability, Adam Sandler gets the thing. <laughs> so That's the formula. That, and it works. Twice, at least. Yeah. So In a row. <laughs> so... Can I can I also just say that somebody sent me a TikTok the other day of like two babies laughing and they were like, This is your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Yeah. You if, need to send me that. If we had to cut out all the oh, and one of the babies just goes, This guy. That one's me. <laughs> yeah, that one's you. Yeah. If we had to cut out all the laughing of this podcast, it'd be like twenty minutes. Yeah, maybe it'd we like, should. <laughs> <laughs> so Billy, so he's a drunk. He's okay. Billy is a drunk. He's a drunk. He's a drug addict. Is he a drug? He's not really a drug addict. He's not really a drug addict. I mean, no, he's just a drunk. He wears a lot of sunscreen. There are pharmaceutical qualities to sunscreen. (laughs) And then he, like, gets delusional because he gets too much sun. Yeah, he definitely has, like, (laughs) some kind of vitamin D overdose. (laughs) So, Billy is, he's an idiot. Just a complete. And utter dipshit. Yeah, uh, but I mean, this movie is so like the first like ten minutes of this movie are have so many quotes that's just like stop looking at me, Swan. Like it's oh yeah, it's the whole thing is quotable. It's insanely quotable. The other problem though is that it's also as an adult like somewhat removed from it. (laughs) I'm like, oh wow, (laughs) yeah, this is kind of insufferable at first. Yeah, you okay? As a kid, you're like, ha 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 ha! He sees penguin, penguin out there. And as an adult, you're like, I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> like, like Becky had never seen it. Oh, and we watched it together, and I was like, this is my favorite Adam Sandler <laughs> movie. And then I hit play, and I just occasionally like looked at her face, and I was yeah. like, I don't think I should have said this was my favorite movie. <laughs> I don't think she's having a good time. Because I'm feeling odd about that. Like, there's a lot of weird like. Like porn jokes and <laughs> nudie magazine yeah. day, nudie magazine day. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just kind of like sexual assault humor. It, in this oh movie. my gosh, the one is like, woof. Yeah, and okay, homophobia, kind of. I mean, not as much. Not as much as you'd expect. There's one that's like, okay, buddy. Yeah. Like, yeah. But then he also kisses a man. <laughs> Which is funny. It's like Bugs Bunny. Yeah. He's a Whoa. human Bugs Bunny. Is Adam Sandler just a human Bugs Bunny? Yeah. I j- <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. yes, he is. He genuinely is. In this movie in particular, I would say yes. But like Except he- Bugs Bunny doesn't get like <laughs> fucked up and grab people's boobs. I mean, we don't know that. That's did, true. Did you see Space Jam 2? Yes, unfortunately. I you did? did? Yeah. Why? Uh, well, it was free on HBO. 
I, so I watched it the day it came out. Yeah, I'm still trying to get the toilet bowl cleaner out of my eyes because I poured <laughs> it in there, hoping that it would just erase the vision. But isn't it funny that Rick and Morty show up? Yes, arguably the one <laughs> redeemable part of that movie is that Rick and Morty show up. I genuinely was not expecting that. I wasn't either. Also, that Bill Murray's in the post credits. That's true. I, I was don't like, think I watched those. I was like, there he is. I, I think I read about that later and was like, I'm not gonna go back. <laughs> I don't even want to have to fast forward through this fucking movie again because I might catch a glimpse of something. The Iron also, Giant. Also, the Clockwork Orange people are there. That's fun for a kids movie. Yeah, and they took out Pepe Le Pew. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he took out Pepe Le Pew. Let's just talk about the logic of that. Actually, let's not. What happens in Billy Madison, Ruben? <laughs> oh, God, I just did the laugh from your movie. You, um, sounded, you did the, the fucking Eric laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I thought it sounded like the clown. You thought it sounded like Eric, so it's like a mixture. That's uh, how I laugh is a mixture of the two worst characters. Um, well, now that you've said it, we can move <laughs> past it. I okay. So Billy Madison, so he he's like screaming gibberish at Eric, who sucks. Bradley Whitford, great actor, great character actor, by yeah. the way. I've never yeah. seen Bradley Whitford take a role where I'm like, this guy like is bad at acting. Yeah. Like I've he, never he's, he knows what to do. He's never the been the bad part of a movie. No. Even if he's in movies that are like whatever. Dude, Cabin in the Woods. He's phenomenal in Cabin so in the Woods. Good. He's like amazing in Cabin. And he's a dad in something too that I watched and I was like, and he crushed it. Yeah, no, he's very talented. Yeah, he's good. Uh, he's a great foil, great, just like... Serious guy to play off of. Yeah, very good shit. at playing just like this, like, I hate this. Yeah, so you were, you were starting to say he's yelling at him. A lot of stuff happens before he yells at him. Uh, he sees an invisible penguin. Oh, my God, yeah, the invisible penguin. <laughs> the, the, the groundskeeper? Yeah, he ruins the... The fucking roses. The groundskeeper's like, Mr. Madison, there is no penguin. There's no penguin. There's no penguin. And he's like, he's like, why do I have to keep doing this? Yeah. Um, yeah, so all that stuff happens. And then, like, his maid is like, you want to see my tits or something? No, that's later. That does come later. But she's, like, horny for him the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. And then he takes the bath. And then he comes down to dinner with the business associate. Shampoo is better. Conditioner is better. Right. Which one do you think is better? Shampoo. Which one do you think is better? Shampoo. I don't use conditioner. Yeah. Well, I, I use a... Uh, two-in-one? Yeah. I use a two-in-one. Boo. Look at this hair. Okay. Isn't it lovely? I mean, it's hair. There's like only like 40 pieces of dandruff in it. Tops. <laughs> And I took a shower 40 minutes ago. <laughs> so that's like a piece per minute. That's You can't beat those those odds. That's fair. Yeah. So, okay, so then he ruins the meeting, which... And, and the whole time he's doing like the, the like... Yeah. And then we get our first and maybe only... I don't know if this is the only one of the entire Sandlerverse, but when he's leaving dinner, he says, Shabadu. Shabadu. And he I was like, like real high pitched. Yeah, and I was like, oh, there it is. Yep. There it is. I was so excited. I genuinely was. Cause every time we say Shabadoo, I'm like, did we make that up? Like is that just like is that just like a like a like is he just like make noise and we just go like like it's like has Bill Cosby really ever said like bleep blop, zipple zop? Like when people do you know what I mean? Like when people do that like Bill Cosby voice, it's like Can you pull up the court transcript? Is there a, yeah. is there a bleep blop zebel zarp in there anywhere? Oh but you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like that like 
Did he ever actually go a shabadoo? Well, it's just like how in America ducks go quack quack, but in <laughs> France ducks go quack quack. It's like we all just kind of make up what we hear, yeah, and then write something down. Yeah, so like, I was worried we had done that with the shabadoo, and he says it. We shabba didn't. We shabba did not. Yeah, uh, I was gonna try and <laughs> shabba do's and shabba don'ts would be the. That's our advice column. Oh, hold on. I know we don't do we do this at the end, but I'm gonna say a famous quote and I'm gonna throw this Shabadoo in there and you tell me how you feel about it. Okay. <laughs> Shabadoo or do not. There is no try. Why did I know that was what you were going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it. Adam Sandler is Yoda. Okay. <laughs> Adam Sandler has any character in Star Wars, actually. I don't know. I don't know if you'd make like a convincing Snoke. <laughs> I'm a clone of Palpatine. I am dead. My nails are green. I feel like you write these in advance and just wait for me to say something that triggers them. I'm like, please, for the love of God, bring up Palpatine. Palpatine, green one. (laughs) Please, God, Andrew, say Palpatine. (laughs) I need you to say Jurassic Park next. I'm not going to fulfill your weird fantasies, Ruben. Um, yeah, you're just gonna edge me. Um, I, okay, so. Yeah, keep going. So he, he leaves the dinner, and his dad's like, Bradley Whitford, you're gonna, I'm gonna give you the company, because, uh, I, I almost called him four different people, he is not. Billy. Uh, Billy is, like, an idiot. Yeah, and I'm, also the dad is the dad from A Christmas Story, which we should point out. Is that who that is? Yes. I kept thinking it was Brian Cox, but I knew it wasn't it's the Brian Cox. from Co- Christmas Story. Wow. On a finger. You know what? Good for him. Yeah. I yeah. mean. He plays the exact same person. <laughs> he really does. So, it works. Um, Sandlerverse? Christmas story? <laughs> Shoot your eye out. A fragile. <laughs> I love the leg. You know what the worst part is? He actually would be a good, like if they remade it now. He actually would be good as the dad. Yeah, he probably would. <laughs> He'd probably be like a good, like... I like, hate that I like it, but I like it. Yeah, like a good idiot dad. Yeah. Um, idiot dad, coming soon to CBS. That's every Adam Sandler role post-2002. <laughs> post <laughs> he plays an idiot dad. Um, so, okay. So we, he does this, like... So we do that, and then he... Him, Did we mention that this is like a hotel company? Yeah, the dad owns a, a series of hotels. He's like, it's just kind of his like his last a, name is Hilton. It's just kind of a MacGuffin of it. Yeah, it's just kind of like a oh okay, well, it, yeah, like it, the company. It could be anything. It, it doesn't could, matter. It could be, it could be paper bags. Yeah, it, it's it's irrelevant yes. completely. It never comes up. There's a weird reference to it when Veronica Vaughn comes to his house and says his place is like a hotel. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. And we're and like, wait, is it one? Well, yeah, because then it's like, oh, is that why you guys own a hotel company? And it's just never like, yeah, it just seems like it was a weird wording choice on their end to like have her say that. And then yeah. I was like, OK, whatever. So. So Billy is with his two friends who are named like 45 minutes later. Yes. We never hear their names until like they're mentioned near the end of the film. Right. I don't remember what they are. I don't either. One of them is. Norm McDonald. And the other one is, is that Artie Lang? Is it Artie? I don't think it is. I See, it's the same thing. It's that like, is that who that is? I think it's it's Norm McDonald no, for sure. No, it's Mark Beltzman. He's funny. He looks better now than he did 
back then. What's he? Well, now I want to see. What does he look like? Show he, me your iPad. He, well, he looks. Oh, is he dead? No, that would be Norm. <laughs> oh, I would uh, be a few people in this movie. He, he looks. To be fair, yeah, he looks almost exactly the same. Oh yeah, he just looks older. But Good the for him. problem was he's supposed to be like twenty eight years old in this movie. Yeah, and that's... he looks like he's forty eight. And now he looks like he's fifty two, but he's actually like sixty one. Him and Norm do not make any sense to be there as like his friends because they look so much older than him. They do, although I will say Norm looks strikingly young in this movie. But he still looks old. He like, does. Well, like, yeah, compared to Billy, yeah. Norm has always looked old. And Norm, okay. Norm probably has, and this is, I would say this is, this is an unpopular opinion. I think Norm has my favorite line in this movie. What is it? <laughs> when the, when the, the principal is saying that, like, Billy paid me $5,000 to pass elementary school. Yeah. And they're like, oh, uh, you know, Hotel Tycoon's son paid his way through elementary school and the dad gets mad at oh, yeah. Billy and Norm goes, well, hold on. We don't know who it is yet. Like, it could be talking about somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just could be somebody else. And it's like so funny. He has one of my favorite lines in this movie as well. What is it? October. <laughs> yeah. What day is it? <laughs> October. <laughs> it's so fucking funny, dude. It's so stupid. He's and it's so funny. Or, and if he had said any other month, it wouldn't have worked. No. Or, uh, or, Hey, Billy, I just thought of something. Where'd Billy go? He's at school, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it cuts to that for no reason. <laughs> it just, it, it just, it's so, like, those two foils. Like, they're just, they're there purely for comedic purpose. Yeah. They have no plot point, no significance. Well, their significance is to show you that at least two people are bigger, dumber pieces of shit than <laughs> Billy Madison is. And when they put the poop on the, they put the, the back of poop on the porch. Again, another super quotable line. Yes. Don't tell me my business, devil woman. <laughs> what, what did she say? Like, Don't put it out with your boots again, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> he called, called the shit, shit poop. <laughs> That's the thing, this movie... Which is arguably a funnier way of saying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie is so funny. Oh, fuck. It's so just like... This movie just hits. I feel like there's a few jokes that don't hit now just because times are different, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But this movie consistently hits. Oh, yeah. And I mean... I was, I was not an old person when I saw this. Yeah, it just, it just hit, hit every... like. Obviously, there are some jokes that just don't land perfectly now, but yeah. like every, I mean, it, it just lands almost every freaking time because it's so just like, it's funny. It's like, very it's funny. It's like quick and it's just clever and it's like, yes, yeah, it, I love it. Now, anyway. I, I didn't, I didn't look and if you know this off the top of your head, great. If not, no worries. Is this a Lorne Michaels film? I don't believe it is. No. I think this might be his first like, I well, don't. I don't think this is technically a Happy Madison either. No, because it couldn't existed yet. Yeah, but I don't believe that it is Lorne. I want to say that it was produced by. I'm looking at the IMDb. That's right fine. I'm drinking. Now. It's from the United States. We know that. It came out February 10th, 1995. We know that. Um, let's see. Wait, what? You made a face. Uh oh. Budget it? was $10 million. What was the what was the return? 
Uh, the gross worldwide was $26 million. That's not bad. I did look up the the weekend that it came out, and it was the number one in the box office that weekend. I don't know why I have to put my fucking social security number into IMDb <laughs> to figure out who produced this movie. Universal Pictures and Robert Simmons Productions. Huh. Who's Robert Simmons? Don't know. Uh, hopefully not somebody bad. Well, there's like a 70% chance. Wait, so you're telling me... Hold on. There's a chance. You're telling me that Universal made this movie and Happy Gilmore. Yeah, my guess is that they signed him to like a... Double, a I'm sure. Yeah. Type. yeah. So, but what you're telling me is that Universal owns these films. Yes. So, hypothetically, if they wanted to... You say what I think you're about to say. <laughs> they could do a, a Universal Studios ride. Okay. What did you think I was about to say? I don't know, but I was really nervous. No, I was... <laughs> okay. They could do a Universal Studios ride that would be <laughs> Billy Madison the ride. And you get in the golf cart. You get in the golf Oh, you get in the golf and cart. you go through each grade. And you're chasing the penguin. Yes, through each grade. <laughs> I would play that if it were a video game as well. <laughs> Billy Madison the video game is just, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> With Norm MacDonald hosting. That would be better than Jeff Foxworthy. You know who got they got to host after that when it moved to Nickelodeon? Bill Ingvall? No. Even better. John Cena. Are you kidding? I swear to God. Wow. And I like that they exclusively choose people who are not smarter than fifth graders to host that show. <laughs> Roseanne Barr's next. She's <laughs> a fifth grader, huh? She's, she's like, can you do a puzzle? Where the holes are just the shapes that belong in those holes. Not even like a hard puzzle. Like a six-piece puzzle. Where the, like, would the pieces have handles on them? Can you do one of those? Uh, I don't know. Hold on. Let me sing the national anthem for you real quick. It's going to go over great. <laughs> but so, okay. Did, if you guessed yeah. back then. Yeah. This is a tangent. Okay. That the schlubby husband from Roseanne would have... One of the greatest acting careers of all time, <laughs> and the star of Roseanne would be Roseanne. <laughs> well, it's kind of like if you also, <laughs> if you a went big, a big jump to that same time period, and we're like, by the way, Madonna, Michael Jackson, both irrelevant. Weird Al, completely succeeding. Yes. It's like, uh, what? Oh, by the way, they're also doing a Weird Al movie with the kid from Harry Potter. Oh, you don't know what that is yet? He's not a kid anymore. <laughs> he's an adult man. Well, he's He showed the... his dick to a horse. Who hasn't? Me? I'm... I've had chances. I'm banned from petting zoos. Look at me, I'm Harry Potter! <laughs> Get him out of here. That guy's back. <laughs> you gotta go to the horse place in Woodside. It's a bunch of rich old white people. You can do whatever you want. The horse pervert's back. He's, he's dressed in his Gryffindor robes. He's wearing that Seabiscuit t-shirt again. I'm the boy who lived. <laughs> Try that again. You won't be. You can't stop me. Uh, anyway. So, so Billy Madison. Okay. So, okay. So his dad kind of like makes this agreement with him that if he goes to school and he Look, does Billy has the idea. It's a good idea. And and that's important cuz this is the first time he's had an idea in probably 10 years. That is not something stupid. Right. He's like if I do this can I have the company? Yeah. And so it's it's he goes to school, does every grade in 2 weeks. 
and then graduates. And the dad's like, sure. But that, so by June, was it June? Did I say June 15th? I think you said June 15th. June 15th, you're done. Like, like you, that's the deadline. And he's like, sure. So as I was watching this movie, I was like, well, hold on. I need to do math now because I want to know when this movie takes place. It's like the scene in The Hangover where Alan's going down the escalator. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> seeing all the numbers floating around. So head. I'm rain manning out as I'm trying to watch yeah. Billy Madison being like, wait a minute, and doing all the Googling and doing the math. So if so, the movie was released in 1995. And if it, if it takes place in 1995, then the actual agreement that they have is the week week of Christmas. Yeah. And if it's, but if it's 1994, because they do reference something about 1994 later. Oh, they say he. That's gra- when Tootsie Roll came out. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. Hey, remember that song Tootsie Roll that came out? Cotton candy, pretty girl. <laughs> let me see the Tootsie Roll. Tootsie Roll. 1994. Huh? <laughs> they say 1994 in the song. It's one of the lyrics. Of the Is song. it really? Yes. <laughs> well, they say that when Adam Sandler calls Steve Buscemi. He says, is this the so-and-so who graduated from the high school in 1998 or 1984? He's like, yeah, that's me. Cause he says he graduated. 84. Yeah. He says he graduated 10 years ago. Right. Okay. So, which means that this year is set in 1994. It's still the week before Christmas. Well, that's presuming that he and Steve Buscemi were in the same grade. Uh, well, it, oh God, that's a really good point. Not, not to throw a wrench in your mathematics. That actually does throw a wrench because, well, okay. So, well, you know what then? I'm going to say that, yes, he was a great above Buscemi because he bullied Buscemi. Usually, right. if you're bullying someone in high school, it's the great under you. I mean, that was my experience. They were <laughs> my age or younger, typically. <laughs> that were bullying you? Yeah, the older kids thought I was refined. <laughs> Freshmen would come in and be like, shut up, Grandpa. Yeah, I'd be like, Okay. This guy's a dork. He's wearing a smoking jacket. How did you know? <laughs> I had a women's <laughs> suede houndstooth jacket that I ripped the buttons off of and sewed checker buttons onto, and I used to wear that sometimes. You were a fucking dork. <laughs> no, I was. I was. No, like you a, were a dork. No, I was. I was what you call a dork. Uh, like a like a scene kid. A dork. Yeah. What were you? Cool. Okay. He like hung out in the janitor's office. <laughs> hey, Gary. You got any, got any more apple cores today, Gary? Let me eat them out of the garbage. Did you get any soccer balls off the roof? I want to kick one back and forth against the wall by myself. <laughs> I love how defensive you got. And we're like, oh, yeah, well, I bet you fucking kick soccer balls, you fucking nerd. I hate you. <laughs> I like that my defense for being a nerd is that you like sports. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and kick soccer balls at a wall by myself is not a sport. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not not. So okay, so I played hacky sack a lot. I did ultimate frisbee and dodgeball. So okay, so you have no room to talk. <laughs> Fair enough. I um <laughs> fucking dork. <laughs> so <laughs> God. where was I with the plot of this movie? So you Billy were somewhere near the beginning. <laughs> I don't even think I've gotten to the actual like. He Billy hasn't has even gone to school yet. 
Who am I, you? (laughs) So, okay, so Billy has to go to school. And oh, he's 27 years old. Yes, so that's that's our kicker too. He's 27, and so the the whole time, the the whole like where, so okay, so doing the math, technically this conversation is taking place either on or the day after Christmas, which yeah. is kind of buck wild because it connects to our last episode. It does connect to our last episode, but there's also no reference of Christmas anywhere. There's no like, so I think they just kind of were like fudging the numbers. Maybe. Or, I, or, I mean, they're, we're just they're we're just rich. saying, yeah, we're just saying numbers though. I don't think they they were like rich people go to bed on Christmas. They wake up, the decorations <laughs> are put away. Right, but I, but I think I also think that it was just kind of like because they have like a meeting in the house with like reg with normal people. It's like you wouldn't have Why a. Why bit- would they be there? The day after Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Who has a meeting the day after Christmas? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Madison Hotels is like a yeah. like a slave empire. Oh, wait a minute. They might be Jewish. That's true. So might not mean anything to them. That's true. So there it goes. But Did still you do the Hanukkah math? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, I need you to Google when was Hanukkah nineteen ninety four for me. Wait, it would be nineteen ninety four Hanukkah, right? Be- no, it'd be nineteen ninety three Hanukkah. Because if it takes place in ninety four if it's June fifteenth, nineteen ninety four. Then Hanukkah would be in nineteen ninety three. So when was Hanukkah in nineteen ninety three? Why are we going back to nineteen ninety three? Because tw- because the movie is two thousand or sorry, nineteen ninety five. Right, but it's implied that it's actually taking place in nineteen ninety four. So wouldn't we be looking at no? Because the 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 twelve weeks, the twenty four weeks before June fifteenth would be nineteen ninety three. Because it's, however, it's like four months, essentially. Okay. It was <laughs> Wednesday, December 8th to Thursday, December 16th. Oh, so they were well done with it. Yeah. So, they, so look, I think, I genuinely think that was just them putting numbers to things and not realizing that that literally would make it the day before Christmas or the day after Christmas. No, yeah, I know. I'm like shocked that you've done this much research into this. Because <laughs> I was just like... Well, because I was watching it and I was like, huh, I wonder if we're like, are we when the movie started? That would be kind of fun. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, maybe. And then I was like, well, there's no, there's only five weeks until like, there's like a month or two months between when we are recording this and when June 15th would be. And then I was like, no, so if it's two weeks and I was like, it starts at Christmas. Yeah. Which is just, I mean, yeah. So it just seems like they just randomly assigned numbers. I think that's probably what happened. And then just, oh, whoopsie poopsie, it's Christmas. Because also, it's implying that there is no breaks in school during this time. Right. There would be a thousand breaks during school. Because this is, you have winter break, you have spring break, you have all the, like, all of these breaks would be happening. Right. Well, according to your math. Yeah. The date that he says he's going to go back to school. Yes. Is like a Wednesday. And then his dad What's well, a Monday? He says. No, the dad says you start school on Monday. Yes. And that would actually place it – that would make sense because even though they made this decision on a Wednesday, the first day back after New Year's would be Monday, Monday January 2nd. Yes, which is also wild that, like, yeah, no reference to anything in the school. No, which, again, I genuinely think that was an accident. I don't think that Adam Sandler and Tim Hurley, the other yes. writer, were doing much math. Now, here's an interesting thing about Tim Hurley, which connects this a little to the Sandlerverse, but to the SNL Sandlerverse. Yeah. The Hurley boy is named after Tim Hurley. 
Oh, is he really? Well, yep. that makes sense because he wrote The Wedding Singer, Pixels, Happy Gilmore, Hubie Halloween, The yeah. Ridiculous Six, Grown Ups 2, Uh-oh. Bedtime uh, Stories, uh, Mr. Deeds, Little Nicky, uh, uh, some stuff on SNL, Big yeah. Daddy. So water he's boy. literally the Hurley boy, the whole like, let me, wa- let me water your plants. Like, that's named after Tim Hurley. Okay. Which is kind of interesting. That is interesting, because I think he's also in some of the movies. Is he? Yeah. I couldn't tell you what he, he did, looked they, like. The, the, these, the directors and writers and people have little cameos and things. That's, that's very, that's very cute. So, okay, so he goes, to, he goes to first grade, which I genuinely forgot was first grade. In my brain, he, started as, he starts at kindergarten. I yeah. I was like, because when Miss Libby shows up, I'm like, oh yeah, she's not a first grade teacher; she's a kindergarten teacher. What, when I was watching it with Becky, she goes, "You don't take naps in first grade." And <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Well, I did," <laughs> but they were at my desk and they were not allowed. <laughs> they were not sanctioned naps. Miss Tomashero was like, "Wake the fuck up, dude!" You were like, "I've been day drinking, Miss Tomashero. Please let me sleep." Yeah, I was like, "God damn it, Miss Tomashero. This is what happens when you have a first second grade split." <laughs> Do you understand the pressure that I'm under? I have to spell six-letter words in first grade just because fucking Ramon over here is a second grader. I don't like that. I don't like the way you said Ramon. That was his name. <laughs> this is a real person that I have history with. This isn't like a like a made-up thing. This isn't like a race put thing. One time we were in line and I punched his hand and I thought I was gonna get in trouble, but he didn't tell on me. And I was like, "Good, you're not a rat." Wait, why did you assault Ramon? He was pissing me off. So you assaulted him? Yeah. It was first grade. Kids are weird, man. Well, he was in first grade. You were an adult man. You were in second grade. (laughs) Well, he was in second grade. You were an adult man who had to get your way through school. That's true. Being in first grade is like being the new guy in prison. You gotta make alliances. You gotta fight people. God. So he goes to Miss Libby's class, and Miss Libby is weird... Isn't it Miss Lippy? I, I swear they say both. I, I, you might actually be right. They, sw- they say both. Because I, I was just like, remember because he goes, "Thank you very much, Miss Lippy." <laughs> She's like, weird. She's like a moon child, like fucking yeah. flower child. Ooh, kinda, your star like, signs. Doing a bunch of peyote during recess and <laughs> shit. So funny. Yeah. So the eyebrows need some work. Yeah. Not to be a judgy piece of shit, but so she goes. So he goes to in first grade. And he's the only one who stays awake during the nap, the story. story. She reads a story. The the puppy Puppy who who lost lost his way, which is like a parody of the pokey little puppy. Can you find out if it's a real book? Uh, I think that it's because they name drop the author. Well, the cover looks like it's hand drawn in crayon. I don't know if you noticed that, (laughs) Um, but I will Google the puppy because who? Because I'm pretty sure that that. Like, they name drop the author. So I was like, that's weird to just say a made-up name. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is weird. Um, the Puppy Who Lost His Way... Not a book. Uh, is not a real book. There is a book called The Puppy Who Lost His Woof. <laughs> but I think that's that came sequel. out after this movie. And actually, if you go on goodreads.com... Okay. The Puppy Who Lost His Way is no. a book... With the author, Miss Lippy. <laughs> and it has 4.23 out of 5 stars. How many reviews? 39. That's still a good bit. Yeah, it is funny. It's a funny bit. It's objectively yeah. funny. Um, and there's also a t-shirt on Tee Public that I'm going to buy, I think, 
<laughs> probably as soon as we stop recording. <laughs> you can buy it now if you want. No. <laughs> but so, so he goes to Miss Lippy, Miss Libby, whatever. He goes to Lippy. her class, first grade. Uh, he stays awake, and then like he he gets. They go to play dodgeball. The story is very meaningful to him. Yes, he and takes it, and, a lot out of and it. And I will say, we get our one f bomb of the movie. Yeah. In this scene, which is I think unusual for a lot of the Sandler flicks moving forward. We get one in Happy Gilmore as well. I don't remember where it is in Happy Gilmore. Uh, but in this one, he goes, he goes, you don't sit on your ass and wait <laughs> to see what happens. You get out there and you find, find that, that fucking, fucking dog. dog. <laughs> and Miss Lippy's just like. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, recess time. Time for dodgeball. I think it's time to play dodgeball. Which I think the way that you think it's going to go. I mean, I don't know why you would think this way. But, like, I think you are almost meant to think that he's going to be, like, the brunt of it. Yeah. And he goes out and is pelting children with dodgeball. Well, he goes out and he gets and he gets hit. Immediately. He's like, I'm out. He goes back in the classroom, and Miss Lippy's doing some weird, like, like moon very dance, personal dancing. <laughs> and she's like, "Recess is a special time for you and for Miss Lippy too. Stay outside." Yeah. And he goes back outside, and yeah. then he fucking wrecks shop. Yeah, because one kid throws a ball at me, and he catches it one-handed, and he says something like terrorizing. Yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna murder you all." And then he just starts pelting children as beat on the brat by the Ramones plays, yeah, which is so very good. funny. And apparently, he was actually really pelting children as hard as possible. Yes, and the kid and they were cutting the cameras before the the kids' reactions were shown, and the parents were not happy. Yeah, which kind of rules? It's like, hey, you let your kid be in an Adam Sandler movie. Here's so. the thing: is these kids are going to show up on a game show like now? They're going like, to be on Dancing with the Stars. Well, no, but what I mean is like they're going to be on one of those like "What's my secret?" kind of game shows, and it's like. I was the kid in Billy Madison who got hit in the head with a dot. You know what I mean? Like it's Dude, like, like like baggage. What's oh? I remember the Jerry baggage. Springer show baggage. I genuinely forgot that baggage oh, existed. It's so trashy. I, I was more it. thinking just like to tell the truth, like oh, okay. one that's not as I, trashy. I, I like more trash than that. Yeah, I, I'm just like, <laughs> you know what I was almost thinking, which is not a game show and has not been. It was, but hasn't been one for like 20 years. Was uh, Nickelodeon's Figure It Out? Oh yeah. With Danny Tamborelli? Yeah, yeah. He has a podcast. Does he really? Yeah. Well, it's pretty good. Else. Well, no, he does a lot. Like what? I Eat, just, sleep? He has a lot of podcasts. Oh, okay. He's like a podcast guy now. Nice. Him and the... Did you ever watch Pete... Lori Beth Dinberg? Uh, they actually do one. They do like a Nickelodeon do live they tour. Really? They actually do a... Li- God damn it. Uh, and then... Did you ever watch Adventures of Pete and Pete? Yes. Him and Michael C. Morona host a, so the, both Pete's host a podcast called The Adventures of Danny and Mike. I like that. Yeah, that's kind of talk about just whatever, just life. Nice. Like, but like, because they're both like dads now, and they're both like grown up men, and they're like, so what now? Like, what both, are you, are you saying? They're both grown ups. <laughs> no, don't do that. Guest appearance. <laughs> if Danny Tamborelli is in any Adam Sandler movie, I would try and get him on. I actually have like legitimate connections to him. So. I don't think he needs to be in an Adam Sandler movie to come on. I think that's we should just do it. We just have Danny Tamborelli come on the back. And then we could say, why is Danny on the podcast? And then the response would be, figure it out. And then we'd slime him. Mark Summers would show up and be like, I used to like this, but now I like food. Actually, it wasn't Mark Summers who hosted figure it out. I know. It was Summer Sanders. Well, Summer, Summer, Summer. I was into it. You were into the show, or you were into Summer Sanders? <laughs> I was into Summer Sanders as a kid. Did me too. Uh, like a my, lot. 
Mom, leave the room while I'm watching Figure I It Out. I figured out a lot. Yeah, I'm figuring it out. Hmm. This is a weird feeling. I'm laying face down on the floor watching this show. Something's happening. What is it? Figure it out. That's how they got the title. <laughs> the focus groups. Everyone was made to lay on the floor. So fucking stupid. What is it that you usually say to me? We're barely into the plot of the movie. Yeah, something, something along those lines. Do you want another timestamp? It's probably at least forty-seven minutes. It's forty-three minutes. Oh, I was real close. All right, let's go. Okay, so so we're in first grade. We're in first grade. One of twelve. Yeah. So okay, we're gonna barrel through. So second grade. Well, he passes first grade because he draws a beautiful blue duck. Yeah. And he calls it Mr. Quack? Well, no, he just says he's never seen a blue duck, and then he says it's quacktastic. It's quacktastic. He does a voice for it. It's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, like a duck voice. Yeah, so then he goes to second grade, and, oh, it's a spelling bee, and he makes fun of a little girl. It's very funny. And the teacher is is weird. Is she? I feel like she's, she's just like, a couch. I feel like it's just an old woman. Well. <laughs> I feel like it's not like those, anything. Those cr- aren't mutually exclusive adjectives. <laughs> yeah, right. But, I mean, like, I feel like she's just like a regular, like, old teacher. I, well, she's yeah, okay. She's enunciating the words so they, they know how to spell them. <laughs> yeah, for second graders. I think it's weird because I'm an adult man. <laughs> so he beats a little girl in spelling bee and he graduates. Well, he can't spell couch at first. No, he, he tries to put an R. He's like, are you going to the mall today? Yes. And she's like, no, keep spelling. <laughs> so he spells couch. And then he goes to third grade, which we meet Veronica Vaughn, which we've already met. Yeah, so we she meet does not, Veronica on day one. She does like, not like him. She's like, fuck you, you're an idiot. Yeah, and pretty he much. he gets to third grade. She's his teacher. And she's like, Billy is a nuisance. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. He's going to be gone in two weeks. Don't pay him any mind. Give basically. him zero attention. Yeah. And then he, like, says something. Oh, there's a funny bit where they have to read a book about something called Fanny. And the whole class laughs, including Billy. And she goes, and turn your books to page 69. And only Billy laughs, yeah. which is very funny. Kids wouldn't get it. Yeah, kids kids laugh at Fanny because it sounds like butt. Yeah. And it's, no one laughs at 69 because, yeah, kids wouldn't get kids that. Kids don't know what that means. Yeah. They so, can't even count that high. Yeah, so it's very – it's genuinely funny. Right. Then she pulls him out of the class by his ear and is, like, yelling at him. He's like, I can't hear you. My, my, I'm, I'm, I'm deaf. Your mouth is moving. Yeah. So and he meets his best friend Ernie, which I do. I did He's like. A third grader. I did like Ernie. Ernie's great. But when she walks in, we get another insanely quotable thing from this movie. Oh, Veronica Vaughn is so hot. Who want to touch the honey? That is very quotable, but like, it's also kind of icky. Yeah. Well. A yeah. A little bit. It's kind of gross. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like. Like, look, most of that movies from the '90s were like, man, schlubby, girl, hot. He like hot girl, but. Like, that, that's true. Like, that's gonna that's be most. True. That's, that's the be writers' room. Most of these movies. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I guess we must like that a little bit because we're doing this podcast. Yeah. So. Uh, he tries to get through third grade, and he's not doing a great job. Like, like she's kind of destined. She wants to flunk him. Yeah, she doesn't want him there. She thinks this is all bullshit. Yeah, she wants to flunk him. So the second week, well, it's assumed the second week they're going on a field trip. Yes, to and- like some kind of old timey. Like, place where you, like, churn the butter. And yeah, like, one of those, like... blacksmith and all that kind of shit. Sure, like a farm, and it's like, oh, okay. And we meet the... We do meet the bus driver. Amazing. Who is Chris Farley. So good. With the mutton chops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And like one of the kids throws his sandwich at him. He's like, I'll turn this damn bus around. Oh, dude. And he starts like shaking and turning <laughs> red and shit. It's, it's like so, very extreme. It's so funny. And then uh, they, they like get there or whatever. Well, the, you, there's a horrible, like, sexual assault. Oh, yeah. Joke, joke it's, on the bus uh, where he's like, oh, dare me to touch her boobs. Huh? Easy, yeah, Billy goes, someone goes, I dare you to touch Miss Vaughn's boobs. And Billy goes, uh, no thanks, that's uh, sexual assault. That's what he says. He goes, it's assault, brother. Yeah, you that's assault, dare brother. You double dare me. And I'm like, mm, don't do that. Don't do yeah, that. and he does it anyway. But Veronica Vaughn calls him out on it. She goes, she goes, I double dare you to go back to your seat, Billy. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, get his ass, Bridget Nelson. Yeah. Um, Excuse me, Bridget Wilson Sampras. Oh, oh, Wilson? I thought it was Nelson. Wilson Sampras. Yeah, Pete Sampras' wife, right? Yeah, the hyphenation. Oh, look at them fancy pants. Yeah, she's like Oliver Ekman Larson. <laughs> so so they're, good, they're at the, the village, and... They're like, oh, someone stole lunches. Who would take 30 bagged lunches? And this is probably one of my favorite cutaways in this movie. Is it cuts to the bus driver eating the lunches with Billy's two friends who have no reason to be there. They've never met the bus driver before, presumably. (laughs) They have no reason to be there. And the implication is that all three of them are fucking baked. Yeah. Like chicken Kiev. Well, and. Not to use a too timely of a dish. And what's his name is doing? (laughs) Oh, Uh, Chris Farley's doing that. <laughs> He's doing that like that like. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? The, yeah. That like noise he does. Yes. Like, and I don't know what that noise is. It's like a giggle. Yeah. But he does that noise a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so they're they're eating the sandwiches. Okay, gremlin mid-turn. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. Uh, and then they're like, "Well, we got to get back on the bus," and Ernie has peed himself. Yes. But He's also standing up against the wall. Yeah. Like hiding his pee spot on his jeans. And Adam Sandler's like, what is that best is your wall, your best friend? Yeah. And he's like, No, I I had an accident. Okay. And it's it's a dumb joke, but I do love it. He goes, What do you mean you had an accident? Ooh! Like, yeah, he does that. Yeah. yeah, which he'll do again in, in yeah. Happy Gilmore. Uh so he does that and then he pours water on his own pants to be like Look, it's cool to pee your pants, and then all the other children pee themselves, yeah, yeah. which is just not talked about. Well, and then the old lady goes, if being your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. She has maybe three lines. They're so good. The other one is like, I know who took the lunches. That damn Sasquatch. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> okay. You're in, like, upstate New York or something. Yeah, like, what the hell are you talking about, <laughs> Which I thought was very funny. Great. So they so they go back to the school and well before they they're getting all on the bus and Chris Farley's looking at all the kids who pissed themselves for no like just like disgusted because <laughs> they're all getting on his bus. Good, great, <laughs> wonderful, everybody on the bus. And then so they're all getting on and he like he again he's gross to Veronica Vaughn because he's like looking yeah. up her skirt. Not cool. Not cool. He goes, hey, I have a first hand experience at that uh, Veronica Vaughn. No, you don't. Yeah, okay. Well, my buddy. Uh... No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's a very yeah. good back and forth between them. Yeah. Which is just kind of a bummer because I would have loved to have more because I think that they had such good chemistry. Yeah, And on, on SNL, 
they would kind of flip. Who'd be the funny man? Who'd be the straight man? And like, I I just like he was so good at just kind of like knocking Farley down. Yeah. Especially in that scene of just like, no, you didn't. It's crazy that Sandler's the straight man in that scene. Yeah, and he's good at it. Because he's a fucking goober in the rest of this movie. Yeah, he does call, does he call Bradley Whitford a goon at one point? I think so, yeah. And I liked that a lot. I did too. Um, so, okay, so then he passes third grade and he's got to go to fourth grade. Teachers. Well, we should say. Yeah. At, every time he passes a grade, he has a very elaborate party at his house. Themed to that grade, which yes. I think is very it's fun. It's fantastic. Yes. And at the third grade party. Is it the first? I think it's the first grade party. The clown? Well, the clown's at the first grade party. Yes. With the clown that I think is from Shakes the Clown. <laughs> Gets a hemorrhage in his head. Yeah. But at the third grade party, yeah. Mrs. Vaughn brings him a bunch of snack packs. And then yes. she's like, you have your third grade teacher alone in your tent. What do you want to do? But also, his friend, the, the, the friend that's not Norm MacDonald, is just spraying a child with yeah. a hose. Yeah. And the kid's like, stop. Stop I- it, mister. <laughs> Why are you doing this? And Adam Sandler walks up and goes, you doing okay? He goes, yeah. yeah. Why? Just checking. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, but, but him falling in love or this little encounter with yeah. Veronica is important. But then Carl comes in as well. Yes, which I really liked Carl. Yeah, Carl's great. He's a, like he just supports Billy, and he's not a funny character. No, not particularly. But he's also not like a negative character. He does do the he, the impression <laughs> of Bradley of Eric, and he's like, he, you know, he came in and he did that little weasel laugh that he does. <laughs> That's really good. He's like, thanks, <laughs> thanks. But I liked Carl. Uh, yeah, he's the only person who treats Billy like an adult. Like a person. He even calls him Bill. He doesn't call him Billy. That's a good point. He's like, hey, Bill, here's what's going on. I thought you should know. Yeah, because he's like, look, man, you you are important to your dad, so you're important to me because I work for your dad. And you might do things I don't agree with, but at the end of the day, you are a human being who deserves to be treated like such. Also, Carl is the second person on this podcast to have played Kramer on Seinfeld. What? Yeah. Huh? In the episode of Seinfeld where Jerry's getting the sitcom and they cast it, the guy they cast as Kramer is Carl from this movie. What? Yeah. I didn't even know there was an episode of Seinfeld where yeah. there's a Seinfeld show. That's. I mean, I could be 100% full of shit, but I, I, they look exactly alike. Find out, because that's Seinfeld. Oh, okay. The actor's I'll, name is Larry Hankin. I'll keep talking, and then you, you can just type in Larry Hankin Seinfeld. And then I'll keep talking. But, okay, so they're about to pork, and then uh, Carl comes in and kind of ruins the (laughs) – Carl kind of ruins the – you fucking set me up, dude. So Billy has to go through the rest of school. Honestly, the other couple grades aren't super interesting. Like, whatever. He gets to ninth grade. Yeah, they kind of breeze through. He's got the Borophil line. Yeah, Borophil? Do you realize who that is, though, the teacher? No, who is that? That's Robert Smigel. Is it really? Yeah, who shows up again next week? Wow, that's so, amazing because he's the IRS guy in Billy Madison and or it, Happy Gilmore. Right? And and yeah, he's the teacher. Borophil. Carl is the guy on Seinfeld. By oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, Borophil. He's realizing that him acting like a child does not do well in high school. No, because he's like he's trying to pull some shit where he's like, "No, I will not make out with you." And the girl's like, "Fucking gross! Stay away from me, bro." <laughs> yeah, he's got like his Ario Speedwagon T-shirt on. It's a baseball tee too. It's like that scene is like the predecessor to Joe Dirt, which is another Happy Weird. Madison production. Is it Happy Madison? He's sure not in is. Joe Dirt though. No, 
But Not at all. Produced it, I believe. Oh well, maybe that one gets. Yeah. Maybe that one comes up. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe we do bonus. Yeah. Where... If we start a Patreon and <laughs> more than four of you give us any money, we'll do a <laughs> Joe Dirt episode. <laughs> oh God! But so okay, so so he does that, and and he kind of comes to the high school in his like Thunderbird with his like Ario Speedwagon. Everyone's like, this guy's a dork. He does exactly what was very cool when he was in high school, and, and now I'm like, very not cool. Yeah, but also, I mean, like, look, even if when I was in high school in 2004, if someone rolled up in a Thunderbird, I'd be like, that's kind of a cool dude. Like, like yeah, it's not like a, that's not a lame car. Like, it's a yeah. cool car. Like, yeah, and like I'm, wow, your car has all the parts it's supposed to. That's <laughs> yeah, like, I'm 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 not a car guy. But if like that car rolled up, I'd be like, that's cool. That yeah. guy seems cool. Yeah. Like, probably cooler than I am. We had like Camrys where <laughs> yeah. you had to roll the window down. By hand. I still have a Chevy where I a Chevrolet Cobalt where I have to roll the window down by hand. So nice. there you go. It's uh yeah. But so so okay, so he kinda breezes through the rest of school. Um oh also his like principal's weird. I guess principal's like horny for him. Yeah, the principal wants to fuck him. It's not Wayne Knight. It looks like Wayne Knight. It does, like a puffy Wayne Knight. Yeah, which is already yeah. puffy. <laughs> Do you think, wait, does he play Newman in the, that would be wild if he played Newman in the Seinfeld episode where they're casting Seinfeld the show. He doesn't, but that would have been interesting. <laughs> that would have been, that would have been fun. In the version of Toy Story where Adam Sandler is Woody, <laughs> this he is, plays Big Al. Yeah, he toy just bar. looks like Big Al. <laughs> wait, isn't that Wayne Knight? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why I'm saying <laughs> oh, that. Oh, yeah. sorry. I was like, wait. But so, which is funny because it kind of looks like Jason Alexander. <laughs> they all do. <laughs> all the characters in Toy Story look like Jason Alexander. All the, all the big white dudes with glasses from the nineties. Fair. So he, uh, so he goes to school. So okay, he's in high school. He's in ninth grade, and Bradley Whitford kind of tricks the principal into he like blackmails him into saying that Billy paid for his way through school. Yes, because he finds out that the principal used to be a wrestler named the Revolting Blob. Which, okay, can I just say, kind of a dumb subplot. It is kind of a dumb subplot. Where it's just like, oh, and he killed a guy in the 80s, and it's like kind of played for, like, I don't really understand what it's played for. Like, I feel like it's trying to bring drama, but it's well, like... they're just like, I need a goofy reason to blackmail this person. And it's like, oh, he... Ki- and it does come back later. It does, but it's like, he killed a guy? <laughs> Yeah. And and then he didn't And well, I get the sense that he's in like witness protection and now he's like a high school principal. See, and I got the thing I got the sense that he killed a man and then faked like his teaching credentials. Yeah. I think he did. When, but then I was like that seems like really shitty to do. Yeah, that's the that's why you blackmail him for it. So, if bi- someone saved 40 puppies, you wouldn't blackmail him for that. Fair enough. But Billy's having a hard time in high school, and Veronica Vaughn kind of reminds him, like, hey, remember, when you were in high school, you were probably, like, shitty to people. You you know, maybe you treat those people how you want to be treated. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, you're right. So he calls Steve Buscemi. Which is one of the best scenes in this movie. What song is playing? There's a song playing, and I don't remember what it was. I don't know. It's something, like, that was like, oh, shit, that's very funny. Yeah, it's but, like some kind of doo-woppy oldie. So he's playing, it's playing, and Steve Buscemi kind of... Is playing like the yeah? Who is this? Like, like yeah, who are you? What's going on? Uh, yeah, sure, man. I like, forgive oh, man, you. I made fun of you in high school, and I said a bunch of things. Oh, okay. Oh, well, thanks. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, okay, great. And and then you kind of like, you see Steve Buscemi put up 
put the phone. He's like, yeah, it's fine, man. No worries. He's like, oh, okay, cool. Maybe and get he, a coffee sometime. Yeah, like, I'd like that. Okay. <laughs> he hangs the phone up. And then he kind of like does this like weird and like kind of shakes it and then like and then turns and the camera kind of pans out and he has a marker and he crosses Billy Madison's name off a list of people to kill. But he's still got like nine people. Which There's is a lot of people yeah. on there. And then he just starts putting lipstick on like really poorly. <laughs> yeah. And then just kind of like lays down. Yeah, just lays back on the couch and like looks at the ceiling. It's, it's really very strange. It's really funny. Good foreshadowing. Yeah. But so, okay. So Billy's dad doesn't believe him that he didn't actually pay this man. Yeah, he believes the news report yeah. that Billy paid off the principal. So they're going to give it to Bradley Whitford, and he's like, Dad, you got to believe me. You got to believe me. And then all the kids kind of show up at the principal's house and, and like threaten him. Like, it, it's kind of okay. <laughs> Here's what I want you to imagine. Yeah. If you haven't seen this movie, it's like the birds. It is. Except it's children. So imagine like that part in the birds where they're all landing in the front yard and just kind of like looking at the house. Yeah. This is just a bunch of third graders in okay. the front yard looking at the house. But hold on. Because you just said the birds but with children. That would actually be fucking frightening. Yeah. If you looked out your front window and there was just a swarm of children just silently standing there. Yeah. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm just going to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm not. I don't like that. <laughs> no, I'm going to. Nope. Did you ever see the movie Cooties? Because that's essentially what that is. No, I didn't, but. It's good. I could imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's a zombie virus that only affects children. Oh, um, well, that's easy. You just. Uh, you'd think. Uh, the movie takes place in a middle school or an elementary school. I'm going to watch it tonight. It's very good. It has Rain Wilson in it. Oh, fantastic. And Elijah Wood. Oh, I like um, him. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. And so. He is a hobbit. He, uh, so anyway, so, okay, so Billy gets super drunk with his friends again. He kind of goes back to his old ways. And we're kind of also, I mean, it's kind of like subtly implied that he has stopped drinking while he's in school. Like, we never see him with a beer or like, like hard drinking while he is in school. There's this idea, especially after third grade when he starts hooking up with Veronica, because he like wants to impress her that he's gotten his shit together. Yes. So I think getting kicked out of school he has like a relapse sort of okay right so yeah. it's I, I yeah getting the, he relapses hard yeah and so they like show up at her house and he thinks the penguin is in there fucking her which is interesting <laughs> yeah the penguin does have a cigar and a, a tropical drink which yeah. i think is fun it's not even like a like a i don't know how to phrase this great it's not even like a sexual drink no, it's like a like a mai tai. Or <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's like a martini yeah. or it like go with a cigar. <laughs> no, it does not. It's just very funny. <laughs> I also am like, how is it holding that? <laughs> it's just a little flipper. No, no, but like I get in universe, but like, how did they have that costume hold a drink? Because there's not a hand in there. It's yeah, glu- it's glued for sure. <laughs> yeah, there's not actual it's liquid in glue. that. <laughs> so, so he kind of like he stumbles. And then Veronica Vaughn comes back next day and kicks the shit out of him. Yeah. And is like, you better get your ass back to school. I don't care if they don't believe you. You're doing it. Yeah. Like, you're finishing what you started. She, like, pulls him into the pool. Yeah. She punches him a lot. She tries to drown him. And then... She's sobering him up. Norm MacDonald's like, oh, they're, like, dancing or something. What? Billy, Billy's girlfriend is uh, putting him in the pool. No, said, I think they're playing water polo. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. And, guy, and then the other guy goes... Uh, I remember Marco Polo. <laughs> Marco. 
<laughs> oh, that was a fun game. <laughs> and then they just like pass out again. Norm Macdonald says so little in this movie that I'm like, I bet the cutting room floor was full of yeah. just mostly Norm Macdonald riffing. I'm certain that he didn't have a single fucking scripted line <laughs> except for maybe maybe they're talking about somebody else. I think that maybe is the only line they actually scripted. Because that I even that I'm like, I don't even know if that was scripted. It like was so good. They might have just gotten him fucked up and brought him on set. He wasn't even supposed to be in the movie. <laughs> just kept walking into frame. Hey, what are you guys hey, doing? Hey, Adam, uh, you're filming a movie over here, huh? Just took a break from Spider-Man. God damn it. <laughs> to throw back to our earlier episode. Uh, something of a scientist myself. Borophil. More like Borophil. <laughs> hey. I can't wait till we do dirty work, by the way. Oh, I'm ready. Because that's going to be like... <laughs> Just norm, norm, norm. Yeah, it's going to be unlistenable. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so he goes back to school. Well, actually, he doesn't. That's a lie. He goes back to school. Back Back to to school. school To prove to to dad dad I'm I'm not not a fool. fool. You know the next line? I got my lunch packed up. up. My My boots boots tied tight. Hope I I don't get in a fight. Back to school. And then the bus drives past him. Right past him, which is presumably Chris Farley driving, which is (laughs) is funny. Great. Anyway, we just reversed. Yeah, we went we somehow went back. So just start from where I just left off. Let's (laughs) do the last forty minutes again. So okay. So he's got a train because essentially he challenges uh, Bre- uh what's his name sean no eric. eric challenges eric to a decathlon yeah he goes this didn't work out as we planned yes so here's what we're gonna do yeah we're gonna do an academic decathlon mm-hmm. where we do one day 10 events winner take all yeah you get the company or you're fucking gone yeah and eric's like i don't think that's fair i think i should get the fucking company now and then christmas story dad is like whose last name is that guy? That actor's name is Darren McGavin. Whoa! In the next movie, there's a guy named Shooter McGavin. Anyway, uh, he's like, yeah, this seems cool. Let's do it. Yeah, and do you do you, do you realize what spawns that? No. A picture of an athlete, and did you see what athlete that was? No. I'm gonna try to find the right way to phrase this. The then Bruce Jenner. Okay. And I was just like, he looks at a picture of Bruce Jenner with the arms up running through the, the thing. And he just goes, an academic decathlon. And I'll- See, for some reason, I thought that was a photo of Eric <laughs> in the dad's office. And I was like, that's weird. Uh, No, I'm, well, it might be. But I'm pretty sure it's Bruce Jenner. That makes more sense. Yeah. Honestly. So they but do the. still a lot. No. But anyway. It's like, whatever, dude. This is not Oscar Pistorius. <laughs> so they... T- <laughs> oh, my God. So they if they t- remade Billy Madison today, it'd be a photo of Oscar Pistorius. If they remade Billy Madison today, it'd be a picture of... Uh, Usain Bolt. Oh, that's not where I was going to go, but sure, you're right. He hasn't done anything problematic yet, has he? I was going to say O.J. Simpson. <laughs> because that would be the joke. They would yeah. look at it and go, academic decathlon. He was in enough movies. He's done a, he's done a, a bunch of things. Um he has done a bunch of things. He's done a lot. He's like a real life Forrest Gump. That's, that's what his book's called, right? If I did a bunch of things. <laughs> Here's how. <laughs> Wiki how. <laughs> Wiki how. How to kill your wife and get away with it. Buy small gloves. I talk about this on stage, so I, and I hate doing bits. Well, but then you can't do it on the podcast. Well, can I, I kind of can. So, 
OJ Simpson tweeted about the whole Chris Rock, uh, Chris Rock Will Smith thing. Yeah. And he's like, people keep asking me like how I feel about that. And he goes, if that was me, you know, with all those people watching, like they would have locked me up immediately. And I was like, I don't think they did. OJ. <laughs> I think, I think they were, and they didn't. <laughs> Maybe they should have. Yeah. Are you saying that it was you? <laughs> I would have expected he would tweet, Will Smith didn't slap him. Anyway, this is like the third week in a row that this has come up on the podcast. Um, Which is funny because I'm always like dogging people. I'm like, do we really still need to talk about it? And then I'm like, anyway, Adam Sandler time. It. <laughs> Adam Sandler time. Oh, boy, Chris Rock's coming up in Grown Ups in four years. So, Well, that's okay. We'll, maybe we'll forget about it by then. So, okay, so... He'll be married to Jada by then. <laughs> so... So the academic decathlon shows up and there's some really, okay. Oh, the training month. It's like a kind of a montage, but yeah. not really. So, uh, Veronica Vaughn is like wearing a nice outfit Yeah. and every time, and she says a date of something. And every time Billy says the date, right? She takes an article yeah, of clothing off Magna Carta. and he's like, uh, uh, 1272. And she's like, hey, correct. And like takes her jacket off. Ruben's doing it. I'm doing like. it. Okay, yeah. we're gonna play we're gonna play the same game. Okay, Andrew, ready? Because I'm wearing pretty much exactly what she's actually I'm dressed like Billy right. Madison. Spanish Armada. No, 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 it's not. No, hold on. No, I'm the one taking my clothes off. What are you doing? That is correct. <laughs> but that's in the exact So that also, anytime somebody says something and I'm like, that's the right answer, my brain goes, that is correct. Same for my entire life. <laughs> yeah, like the the yeah, so, okay. So we get the montage of him, like, training, and Bradley Whitford is not training. That's also what we're kind of seeing. He's kind of training, but not really. He's more just, like... Listening to Spanish tapes. He's, like, cleaning the ass of a statue. Of himself. <laughs> yeah. It's his own statue. Yeah. yeah. It's... He... Because he's full of himself. And then yeah. Billy's, like, trying to learn French. I love that scene where the guy's, like, speaking French really, really fast. And Billy's like, slow down. And the guy says it at the exact same speed. <laughs> and, he's, and Billy's learning how to, like, cross-stitch for some no reason. No reason not valuable. But so they do the whole, uh, so they so the train monsters, so yeah. And then he goes, like, it cuts back to Billy in the same spot in the tent. And he's like, the one question that he couldn't get with. Which is the Spanish Ron, Armada. The Spanish Armada. He's like, Spanish Armada, 1444 or whatever. And it cuts across Chris Farley going, that is correct. And pulling his shirt, shirt off and does the whole like finger in the mouth. Oh, like It's amazing. It's so funny. It's so good. It's so good. So we get to the, oh, and there's a whole song and dance number, by the way. Oh, yeah. We skipped over that. We skipped right over the. she kicks his ass. She kicks his ass. There's a whole song and dance number. We find out the clown is not dead. No, he, he just fell over. He broke his leg and had a hemorrhage <laughs> in his head. <laughs> Yes, which he is Hi, from. She kids, it's me. I bet you thought that I was dead. It's so funny. Well, I fell over. I just broke my leg. Yeah, yeah. The best part is he's there for the rest of the movie. Yeah, he's like in the graduation scene, and he's never changed. He's making out with Miss Lippy, which is. The fact that he's there and he hasn't changed is further evidence that that's related to Shakes the Clown in some way because he doesn't change. He's from Palookaville. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So. It's the day of the decathlon. Day of the decathlon. 
and there's like a Jeopardy style board behind them. Well, they go, they montage through the first nine events. Yeah, and it's like weird. Okay, and, and some like Eric takes some, Billy takes some. Eric Here's takes a question some, for you. Some. They specifically like make a whole kind of joke about cheating because the guy's like, "My horrible wife cheats on me. You can't yeah. cheat." Yeah. Billy cheats. Does he? Okay, it's implied because the order of clips essentially goes Eric wins, Billy wins, Eric wins, Billy wins, Eric wins, Billy wins. Yeah. On a Billy wins clip, it's when Eric pulls something out of the science fat. And they're like, oh, wow. And then Billy oh, pulls yeah. his shoe out and gets a bigger reaction. Yeah. And it's cut to that his shoe is off. Yeah, that's true. So he technically cheats on that one. Yeah. That sure. is technically cheating. Yeah, that's true. Because he just put his shoe in a vat and then was like, look what I did. And they're like, wow, that's impressive. Yeah. It's like, fucking impossible. Yeah. It's like, dude didn't build a shoe. No. <laughs> so I was kind of like, wait, did he just cheat? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Chlorophyll. Um, more so- like borophyll. Oh. I can't hear the word chlorophyll without saying More like borophyll. Like High school was hard. Chlorophyll man's up there talking about God knows what. High school that ruined I, high school science for me. I had a teacher named Mr. Proby. That's true. And his was the class where we talked about chlorophyll. And it was impossible for me to get through that. More like morophyll. Mr. Proby was like, Andrew, can you please stop? Oh, he hated me. I broke a graduated cylinder one time. I got in so much trouble. It's not like it was on purpose. <laughs> oh my god! You like you smashed it against the counter in your hand. And we're like, who wants to go? Yeah, Proby, you want this? You, you ready? Want Probe this, bitch. You want some? Of this? Like, cut your own chest with it. And he was like, uh. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, it was an AP class. <laughs> so, so the Cathlon board. Did you write the the? The what were, was on the board? No, not not all the categories. So there was like regular categories. Pretty much all the categories that we'd see in them already yeah. cover. Baking. There was three categories that were like my wife the tramp. I, I know my wife the tramp was a category. <laughs> there was like my wife. The, there was three categories about his wife being awful. And there was a, there was something else that just did not belong up there, which I thought was very funny. Uh, so essentially you're picking a category for the other person to do a like a question about like an ad libbed speech basically. Yes. Oh, uh the dog poop one. It was oh, yeah. it was dog feces and the human reaction. Right. That's very funny. That would have been perfect for Billy Madison. I would cuz he even goes, oh, "Please, please, please, please." Pick that one. No. He picks like literature and the industrial revolution. Yeah. And Billy's like, "Uh, fuck." And they start he looks at Miss Lippy and starts she talking nods. about She's yeah. like, "Do, Do it." it. He starts talking about the dog. There's a story I read called The Puppy Who Lost His Way. And he just goes on this tangent, and everyone is just quiet. And he goes, and this is the name of the high school, which I don't even remember. industry, my friend. <laughs> that was a revolution. Nearby football rules or whatever. Yeah, nearby football rules. And the place erupts. And then the which, host. Which is very Bill and Ted. Yeah. Well, then the host is just like, that is the dumbest shit I've ever Dude, he says like the. Nowhere in that co- long, incoherent, rambling response did you reach anything remotely close to a rational thought. Everyone in this room is dumber having heard it. Everyone is dumber. I, I word you no points. May God have mercy on your soul. 
Okay, so so then, which I liked, because I liked that this backfires. Yeah. Because then he has to pick something for Eric to talk about, and he picks business ethics. Which we know Eric, Eric does has not, not have any clue about. Yeah, and it totally stumps him. Yeah, it's a really smart play. Yes, and Eric then pulls out a gun. Yeah, he starts trying to BS it. He's like, well, the, the, the ethics of business. Yeah. In business, and then he just kind of goes like, ah! And he pulls out a gun, which, like, as, when I was younger watching this movie, I was like, wow. And then as an adult, I was like, that doesn't, he skipped a lot of steps here. That yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, why did he just pull a gun? Well, and we've talked about this so many times on the podcast before, Chekhov's gun. Yeah. That doesn't exist in this no. movie, really. Eric just pulls out a gun. And we're like, where the fuck did that come from? Okay, I guess shit just got real. Well, it's great, too, because... So everyone else in the auditorium scatters. Yes. Except for Veronica Vaughn, who comes up to, to try to help Billy. Yep. So then, like, uh, Billy, like, does something where he, like, kind of thwarts him for a second. And then he's about to shoot Veronica Vaughn. Yeah. And then he gets shot in the butt. To which his butt seemingly explodes. Yeah, you hear like a gunshot, and then it's like it's like if you shot a stuffed animal with a yeah, shotgun. Yeah, it just like pops out. It's a stunt butt. Yeah, it's a stunt butt. And then Steve Buscemi is in the doorway with a sniper rifle. And he just does this weird wave. <laughs> and Billy and Billy's like, good thing I apologized to that guy. Right? And then he just kind of like leaves. Like, yeah, he like, like he like shot, like he shot JFK. Like he kind of like ducks. He walks runs. away like he just dropped off a VHS tape at Blockbuster when he was done with it. Like he just kind of, okay, that was. I'm done with my errands. Well, bye. It's like, why did he show up to that? Yeah, well, because he he's been watching Billy presumably this whole time. So then. Well, then, like, he's – Bradley Whitford is taken care of, and Veronica Vaughn kisses Billy. Yes. And his two friends have seemingly not left the auditorium and are just sitting there giving him the thumbs, thumbs up. up, which is so funny. It's great. So then Billy graduates, and in Billy's graduate – and he does his whole speech, like, if I could do it, you can do it. So, okay, yeah. whatever. And then everyone starts kissing. Yes. Billy kisses Veronica Vaughn. And then he gets humped by the principal. Yeah, which I did not like. No, me either. And I don't think Billy did either. <laughs> yeah. I was like, mm, don't love that. Well, the principal's like, I'm still horny. I'm still horny. <laughs> and then Veronica Vaughn says something. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And she goes, if you thought that was horny. Yeah. Like, and I was like, whoa. Whoa. Hello. Billy Madison, too. <laughs> so, and then Norm MacDonald kisses the lunch lady. Yes. Have some more sloppy jokes. Which is another... SNL Sandlerverse yes. reference. Yep. It's a Sandlerverse because it's also his album is the Lunch Lady yep. Land. Yep. It was the whole Sloppy Joe's, Slop Sloppage, which is a great SNL bit. Um, so that was like, oh, there's a connection there. Yep. So that all happens. Miss at, Lippy kisses the clown. Miss Lippy kisses the clown. I'm trying to remember Steve everybody. Steve Buscemi kisses the maid. <laughs> which I did. And they're in the middle of a forest. <laughs> <Which is great. laughs> So it's Miss Lippy and the Clown, Steve Buscemi the Maid. The two high school kids start kissing the, the, mo- the like, <laughs> O'Doyle's mom. or Not O'Doyle's mom. The O'Doyle's are all dead. Which we, we didn't even. Over. We literally yeah. didn't even talk about the O'Doyle's at all. Yeah, we didn't say O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle rules. At all. Which, an, an, here's the that connection. Comes back in Hubie Halloween. Click. And Hubie Halloween. O- O'Doyle? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So the O'Doyle's are also in Click, where it's the neighbor family. That he hits with the, with the baseball. I haven't seen Click. 
You've never seen. Oh, that's gonna be a good episode. If you've never I seen, watched Kim, it. Yeah, that's gonna be a good episode. Uh, okay, so the O'Doyles. Yeah, they're in Hubie Hall. Okay, so then I'm trying to think. The last one is the funniest one, but is that the last one? I don't remember. say what you're gonna say. I don't know. It's the penguin. Oh yeah, <laughs> kisses the, the bus driver. Yeah, I think that's the last and then one. begins to give him a hand job. See, I was like, is that what's happening? I think it is. It is. But it's not really a hand job because penguins don't have hands. But the penguin's fin is out of frame. They'd have to glue his fin to the dick like the drink because he can't grasp <laughs> it. Grasp, grasp but it's doing like a motion like that. And Chris yeah. Farley is looking like he's almost being possessed. Yeah, he looks like he just got finished up with Connie Conehead. Oh, my God. In the Senso ring. <laughs> but he's like... He's like arching his back and his eyes are crossed and he's looking down and it's like, yes, this man is receiving a hand job from a penguin. Really quite magical. <laughs> but that also means theoretically that the penguin was not in Billy's head. It was an actual being that yeah. exists in this universe. <laughs> it's almost like a like a Pennywise type <laughs> demon. <laughs> Pingu wise. Pingu wise <laughs> Hi you Billy. Wanna play? I know, Mr. Penguin. <laughs> Take it, Billy. Take it. <laughs> Do you want the diploma? <laughs> oh, my diploma fell down the drain. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know there was a Scars Garden in this movie. That's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so yeah, so it's, and then it ends. Yeah. Yeah, right? He gets, he, well, he gets to the hotels, but he gives it to Carl. Which is cool. Yeah, I liked that because he was cool. like, I don't want to do that. I want to become a teacher because yeah. I liked being in school. Yeah. Oh, it's it was very cool. heartfelt. Oh, also his weird friend who was spraying the kid with the hose like tries to kiss high school girls. Didn't love that. Yeah, didn't love that either. I was going like, mm. Yeah. kind of thought he was going to go with the weird mom, but the two teenagers were yeah. <laughs> like double teaming the mom. Yeah. It's almost like maybe the teenagers should have kissed the other teenagers. Yeah. And the adults could have kissed each other. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It seems like maybe that would have, like, like six more minutes of thought could have led to that conclusion. Hey, maybe we don't have kids kissing adults. It was the 90s. People didn't know. Um, they do. They do now. So, okay, so that's that's it, right? That's, that's Billy Madison, yeah. That's Billy Madison. Yeah. Um, do, Let's do our rankings. Do you want to do your ranking first? Yeah, let's do it. I fucking love this movie, as you know. Well, yeah. It is my favorite of the Sandler movies, so that might okay. be a little bit of a spoiler on my ranking. I mean, that's fine. But you're gonna start you're gonna start from the bottom, right? I will start from the bottom. Yes. So going bottoms up, we've got Going Overboard in last place. Number seven. Likely to remain. Like for now. Dog police. Wrong. Mixed nuts. <sighs> shakes the clown. Coneheads. Airheads. Billy Madison. That's unsurprising. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like, that's expected. You don't agree with some of the choices, but the, the top choice at yeah. this point, I would assume we have the same one, but we'll see. So, number seven for me is Going Overboard. Okay. Number six is Coneheads. Number five is Dog Police. Number four is Shakes the Clown. Number three is Mixed Nuts. Number two is Billy Madison. Number one is Airheads. You like Airheads better than Billy Madison. I... Look, despite Airheads making no sense, wow, I like it more than Billy Madison. That's shocking. I because I I really enjoy Billy Madison, but I think the rewatch value for me of Airheads, oddly enough, is higher. Okay, that's fair enough. Like I think I think okay. Here's the thing: 
and here's where I think we get to like a a weird like well what is what is quality right I think Billy Madison is the most quotable movie most memorable movie that Adam Sandler is in in his entire career yeah I think it is the most like that's an Adam Sandler movie I would say if you were gonna do top two quotable comedies yeah of all time or just Adam and Billy Madison are, are one and two Ooh, and I would almost say that maybe Ace Ventura instead of instead of uh, Step Brothers. Not even close for me. Really? really? Einhorn is Finkel? Finkel is Einhorn? Yeah. Not, not Remember the whole subplot of that movie is transphobia? <laughs> no, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Oh, uh, yeah, the whole back half of that movie is transphobia. Huh. That's the that's the whole bit. But but just to be clear, you like that one better. Nope, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> you, you think the things they say in that movie are more worth repeating. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on! Don't don't back me in the corner just because I didn't give it. Uh, I like that you're literally sitting in a corner. Right yeah, well. you've backed me into a corner because I didn't put Billy Madison as number one. No, hey, it's okay. It's okay to be wrong. It's fine. And we have different opinions. Yeah. Hey, if you like the podcast, what can you do, Andrew? What can you do if they like the podcast? You what can, can they do? Venmo me a lot of money. Okay, that's not really what I'll I was. Share a percentage with Ruben. Give me a third of it. A third. That's actually that seems like a brilliant deal. Like, <laughs> I do nothing and I get most of it. Yeah, it's like you do most of the hard work. Honestly, I don't know if that's accurate. Well, I guess that's true. I draw the covers. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and you write the descriptions. Well, you edit. That's fair. And post. Yeah, it's fair. And like you drove over here today. Yeah, fair enough. That's pretty cool. Uh, no, if you if you like the podcast, you can rate us. Yes. On your platform of choice. Yes. While you're doing that, I'm actually going to look up and see if we have any ratings because I don't actually know. I don't know either. Uh, I rated us, so. So did I. It's low. Um, you can you can rate us. You rated us. Why'd you rate us a four or three, dude? Yeah, I just thought about it. Uh, it's, it seemed fair at the time. We have to work for it, you know. Um, <laughs> You can you can go to our Instagram. You can go to uh, I guess that's it. We don't really have Twitter or Facebook. No, we should get a Twitter, but we don't have one. Yeah, we could. We might. Um, you can email us. It is sandlerverspod. Sandlerverspod at gmail.com. No ratings on Spotify, by the way. Um, um, uh, you can you can email us at onlyforsandler at gmail.com. If yes. your name is Adam Sandler, you don't have to be the Adam Sandler, just Adam Sandler. Or if you are Adam Any, Adjacent. Yes, you've I'm worked. I'm not talking, you've seen a movie. I'm talking like Lord of the Rings family tree style. you got to have some kind of line connecting you in some way. And also, it's not like, oh, I saw him on the street once. I want, like... You've interacted with him enough. I mean, if you saw him on the street and his dick was out or something, I want to hear about it. But if you just saw him. <laughs> That's not, yeah, you don't get to use that. E- if you saw him casually, you can send the regular email. If you, like, work at the Applebee's that he goes to, like, every Thursday, then yeah. you can email us. What's his two for 20 combo? Oh, what do you think it is? I think he gets the spinach dip. Yeah. App, for sure. And then I think he gets two of the same entree for himself. He's not Kevin Smith, Kevin James. He has a... <laughs> I get them. <laughs> like you conflated those two. Yeah, it happens. But, uh, no, he gets, he, gets, he, has, he gets an empty seat on the other side of the bar. Oh, <laughs> that's fucking sad. It's probably true. Uh, it is. Um, we have one review on iTunes, and it's me. So... <laughs> well, I reviewed this on Spotify, and apparently it's not showing up. So, <laughs> so whatever. Uh, anything so else? review us, please. Is that... That's all, right? That's if you it. Email us, review us. Yep. Listen to Ruben's other podcast, Kid Tested Mother Approved. Listen to Andrew's other podcast. 
1999, the year that rocked cinema. Yeah, that's it. I was afraid I was going to fuck that one up, no, too. You got it, dude. You got it. Woo! All right. See you next week, everyone, for Happy Gilmore. Bye.